Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It's always a joy to come into your homes. We love you. We pray for you every single day. And even though we may not know you by name, we feel like you're a part of our extended family. If you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services, but we would love to have you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks again for coming out today. And I like to start with something funny. And I heard about this group of elderly ladies. They were way up in their 80s and they were driving down the freeway when they were pulled over by a police officer. He said to the driver, ma'am, do you realize you're only going 35 miles an hour? She said, yes, officer, I realize that. And he said, well, why are you going so slow? She said, well, the sign says 35. He kind of laughed. He said, no, ma'am, that's the number of the freeway. This is Highway 35. And by the way, why do these other ladies look so terrified? The little old lady grinned and said, because we just got off Highway 95. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it with me today. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about tuning in to the voice of victory. There are all kinds of voices and all kinds of thoughts we can tune into. It's just like with a radio station. There are hundreds of different frequencies in the air right now all around us. If we had a receiver, we could tune in to station after station. You've been in your car before and something comes on that you don't really like. It's no big deal. You don't make yourself sit there and listen to it. You don't just endure it. You simply hit a button and switch over to a different channel. It's the same principle in our thinking. All through the day, hundreds of thoughts are coming into our mind. Many of these thoughts are negative and discouraging. Things like, you'll never accomplish your dreams. You'll never get well. You'll never get married. You'll never get out of those problems. Many people don't realize you don't have to stay on that channel. Just because a thought comes into your mind doesn't mean that you have to dwell on it. If that thought is negative, discouraging, condemning, You simply need to tune off that frequency and find a different channel. There's a channel that I call the voice of victory. It's found in God's word. It says you are blessed. You are prosperous. You are forgiven. You are healthy. You have favor. You can overcome your obstacles. You can accomplish your God-given dreams. If you're going to live in victory, you have to stay tuned to the right channel. This is why many people have no joy, no energy, no enthusiasm. Their thinking is wrong. When we think sad, discouraging thoughts, studies tell us that our serotonin level goes down and it causes us to feel sad. It's not just in our head. It affects our moods. It affects the way we feel. But when we go out each day, positive, hopeful, excited about our future, knowing that God is in control. As we think those thoughts, endorphins are released throughout our system that cause us to feel happier, 
to have more energy. It puts that spring in our step. And some of you wonder why you're feeling blah and why you don't have the energy and the enthusiasm for life that you used to. It's because you're tuned in to the wrong frequency. You can't go around all day thinking, I can't stand my job and I'm so overweight and I'll never get out of debt. Nothing good ever happens to me. When you think those thoughts, your faith, your energy, your enthusiasm is being drained out. Just like a big vacuum, it's pulling out all the good things God put in you. You'd be amazed at how much better you would feel, how you'd get your joy back. If you just get up each day and instead of being passive and just thinking the first thought that comes to your mind, oh man, it's going to be another lousy day. No, stay on the offensive. Learn to think thoughts on purpose. Don't let yourself talk to you. Start talking to yourself. Get up in the morning and make a declaration of faith. This is going to be a great day. I know God has directed my steps. I have his favor. Goodness and mercy are following me. I'm excited about this day. When you do that, you'll be happier, stronger, and you'll see God's favor in a greater way. Pay attention to what you're thinking. Some of you have been tuned in to the worry channel for so long, you could be a lifetime member. You could own stock in that company. Well, Joel, I can't help it. I'm worried about my children, worried about my finances, worried about my health. No, there's a much better way to live. When those thoughts of worry come, you've got to make a decision that you're not going to dwell on them. Instead, use that as a reminder to thank God that he's a work in your life. Just switch the channel and begin to thank God that He's arranging things in your favor. Friends, you control the doorway to your mind. When we go around worried, thinking negative thoughts, really, we're just making matters worse. We're not only going to feel bad, but we're drawing in more defeat, more mediocrity. You need to draw that line in the sand and say, that's it. I've worn out the dial on the worry channel. I'm done listening to the not going to happen network. I'm switching over to the voice of victory. It's all in what we choose to dwell on. When somebody does us wrong, one voice says, get even, pay them back, hold a grudge, don't ever speak to them. If we dwell on those thoughts, it'll end up poisoning our own life. But there's another frequency. It says, God is my vindicator. He'll make my wrongs right. What was meant for my harm, God will use to my advantage. That's the voice of victory. When we make mistakes, one voice says, you blew it, you're done, you're never going to be blessed, you can't expect anything good. Another voice says, I'm forgiven. God's mercy is bigger than any mistake. My best days are still out in front of me. It all depends on what voice we're choosing to tune into. Some people have been tuned into the wrong channel for years. Some families have been on the same negative station for five or six generations. It's time for somebody to rise up and retune that dial. Somebody needs to break that negative cycle and say, this is a new day. As for me and my family, we're going to live in victory. We are not going to endure life. We're going to enjoy life. But it all starts right here. What channel are you tuned into? Well, Joel, I'm just an average person. I'm just ordinary. I'll never do anything great. No, you're on the wrong channel. If you tune over to the voice of victory, you would hear, I'm one of a kind. 
I am a masterpiece. I have seeds of greatness. I'm going to leave my mark on this generation. Pay attention to what you're thinking. Maybe you're driving through a nice neighborhood and you see a beautiful home and that thought comes to your mind. You'll never have a house like that. You'll never get ahead. Nobody in your family is successful. You've got to change the channel. Guard your mind. If you dwell on thoughts like that long enough, your own thinking will keep you from God's best. Learn to switch over to the voice of victory. God, you said, if I'd keep you first, you would give me the desires of my heart. You said, no good thing will you withhold because I walk uprightly. You said in due season, I will reap if I just don't give up. So Father, I want to thank you that my due season is on its way. I know my time is coming. That's what it means to be tuned in to the voice of victory. And it's amazing how we can train our ear to hear what we want to hear. And some people are so trained to hear the negative, they just latch on to it. Whenever a thought comes, telling them something discouraging about themselves or their family, they just swallow it hook, line, and sinker. Gets them defeated. They go around all depressed. But then there are other people that have trained themselves to latch on to these positive, hopeful thoughts. They can have a thousand negative thoughts bombarding their mind. It's never going to get better. Business is slow. Nothing is changing. All these negative thoughts. But then one thought comes. One simple phrase that says, your future is going to be brighter than your past. They weed through all those other thoughts and they latch hold of that one faith-filled thought. That's the way we need to be. So disciplined in our thought life, we can weed through a hundred discouraging thoughts and grab hold of one encouraging thought. We have to have our ear trained in the right way. We have at home two little dogs that live with us. They're shizus. One is named Daisy and one is named Spirit. That Spirit there, she's a beautiful little dog. They say dogs over time begin to take on the looks of their owners. It's funny, my brother Paul owns a bulldog. But I'm amazed at how sensitive Spirit's hearing is. She is so tuned in to her surroundings, she can hear people coming to the front door long before they get there. She'll start barking 10 or 15 seconds before they ever ring the doorbell. She has trained herself to hear what she wants to hear. And little spirit loves cheese. When we're in the kitchen and we get the cheese out, it's in that little Ziploc bag that it comes in, spirit immediately comes running, sits at our feet and waits for her piece of cheese. There have been times when the whole family is in the kitchen. There's all kinds of noise, all kinds of sounds. Somebody's getting the cereal, somebody's getting chips, the blender's going, somebody's wrapping up food. Spirit sits there as calm as can be, never even flinches. But the moment we touch the cheese, she comes to attention. Her attitude is, it's my time now. I am ready for my snack. There have been times where I have tried to sneak a piece of cheese out of the refrigerator without her hearing it. I've told my children, watch this. I'll open up the refrigerator. I don't even get the cheese out. I leave it there so it won't make any noise and very quietly and delicately I try to open up that Ziploc bag. Spirit is in another room 30 feet away sleeping but you cannot fool that dog. She either has supernatural revelation or she has great ears but it is impossible to keep her away. Why is that? 
she has trained herself to hear what's important to her. She doesn't care if I get the bread out. It makes noise. She doesn't care if I get the chips out or the lettuce. It's wrapped in the same type of package. None of that matters. It goes in one ear and out the other. All she's concerned about is the cheese. And she is keenly aware of that sound. My question to you today is what sound are you tuned into? Some people have developed a habit of hearing the negative. They're drawn to it, almost like they feed off of it. A thought comes, it's going to be a lousy day. They just swallow the bait. Oh yeah, it's going to be a lousy day. They wake up in the morning, the thought comes, you're depressed today. Oh yeah, I'm depressed today. No, you got to retrain your ears. You are hearing the wrong things. Start tuning out the negative and start listening for those faith-filled thoughts. When you get up in the morning, if you'll ignore the negative long enough, eventually you're going to hear, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is going to be a great day. Just as we've trained ourselves to hear the bad, we can retrain ourselves to hear the good. When those negative thoughts come, just say, no thanks, that's not for me. Well, you've reached your limits. You're never going to go any further. No thanks, I'm not dwelling on that. Well, you'll never be blessed. You know the mistakes you've made. No thanks. I can hear a different sound. It says I'm forgiven. Well, you don't look well. I heard you got a bad report from the medical office. Yes, that's true, but I'm not dwelling on that. I can hear another sound. It says God's restoring health unto me. Well, you'll never pay off your house. You'll never get ahead. You see the price of gas. No thanks. I can hear a different sound. It says God is my supplier. God is providing all of my needs. I will lend and not borrow. You may have to weed through a hundred negative thoughts before you come to the right sound, the voice of victory that's saying, you are blessed, you are prosperous, you can do all things, your best days are still ahead. Latch on to those thoughts. When you hear those faith-filled thoughts, do like little spirit and just come running. Say, hey, that's for me. I believe it, I receive it, I am well able. Learn to play those thoughts over and over in your mind. Some people, they've been playing the wrong thoughts their whole lifetime. I'm unattractive. I'm undisciplined. I never get any good breaks. Life's not fair. I'm just a victim. No, you need to let those thoughts bounce off of you like water off of a duck's back. Just like spirit sat there unfazed by the sound of the bread and the chips and the cereal, you need to just keep dismissing those thoughts. Eventually, you will hear the right sound. Eventually, somebody's going to open up the cheese. You're going to hear the sound, I'm talented. Like an alarm, something will go off down in your spirit. You rise up and grab hold of it. Hey, that thought's for me. I am talented. That thought will come, I'm more than a conqueror. I can overcome this challenge. Grab hold of those thoughts. What am I saying? Weed out the negative thoughts and learn to latch hold of those positive thoughts. I was watching a report on television the other day about bats. And there's this certain type of bat that lives in the jungle. And one of its favorite foods is a small frog. And it showed how in slow motion the bat would swoop in, pick up that frog, and take it back to the cave to eat. But what was interesting is all these frogs looked exactly alike. You could not tell any difference with the natural eye. But some of these frogs were poisonous. And if the bats ate the poisonous frogs, it would eventually kill them. The only way they could tell the difference was by the sound that the frog made. At night, all the frogs had this high-pitched chirping sound, 
but the poisonous frogs were just slightly higher pitched than the non-poisonous. These bats were so keen, they would sit over to the side and study the frogs for five or 10 minutes very carefully, listening intently. They had to determine what sound was coming from each frog. At one point, there must have been 20 frogs in a little bitty area like this, and this one bat was so perceptive and so tuned into the right sound, he swooped in there and picked out the one non-poisonous frog in the midst of a dozen or two dozen poisonous frogs. How could he do that? He had trained his ear to tune in to the right frequency. That's the way we need to be. So disciplined in our thought life, we don't take the enemy's bait. We only tune in to thoughts of hope, thoughts of faith, thoughts of victory. When those jealous thoughts come and say, well, why do they have everything? That's not fair. They're so talented. They're so blessed. You got to realize that thought is not making the right sound. It may look good. You may be tempted to bite into it, but you've got to be so keen, so aware that you realize that's a poisonous thought. When those thoughts come saying, you're undisciplined, you're slow, you're unattractive, you're never going to get ahead. You may be tempted to sit around, have a pity party and think about everything that's wrong with you, but don't bite into that bait. Recognize those are poisonous thoughts. And they may give you some temporary satisfaction, but when we dwell on thoughts like this, it'll eventually keep us from our God-given destiny. I'm asking us today to be extremely aware of what we're thinking about. What kind of thoughts are you allowing to take root? Poisonous or non-poisonous? Helpful or harmful? Have you trained your ear like little spirit to hear the cheese and ignore all the other thoughts? Are you being perceptive like those bats to leave the poisonous thoughts alone? You have to guard your mind. You control what you're going to think about. It says in Philippians 4 verse 8, think on things that are pure, things that are wholesome, things that are of a good report. I've learned you cannot think negative, discouraging thoughts and expect to live a positive life. Your mind is one of the most powerful and valuable things that God has given you. You have to program it with the right software. Here's a key. If you will keep your mind filled with the right thoughts, there won't be any room for the wrong thoughts. You need to on purpose think good things about yourself, your family, and your future. It is not enough to just not think negative thoughts. If you don't keep your mind filled with these faith-filled thoughts, then those negative thoughts will constantly try to take over. You need to stay on the offensive. In fact, it says in Isaiah, If you will keep your mind stayed on me, God's talking, I will keep you in perfect peace. All through the day, we should go around meditating on what God says about us. I am forgiven. I am blessed. I am prosperous. I am anointed. I have favor. Good things are in store. When your mind is filled with the right thoughts, then when the wrong thoughts come, there'll be a no vacancy sign. They won't be able to get in. When you go through the day meditating on God's goodness, you're expecting His favor, you're excited about your future, then when the can't-do-it thoughts come, the not-able-to thoughts, you're not good enough thoughts, they may not, but the answer is, sorry, no room, no vacancy here. This is a powerful way to live. You're saying, 
I'm deciding which direction my life's going to go. I'm deciding what kind of mood I'm going to be in today. I'm deciding what kind of attitude I'm going to have. And some of you need to have a major house cleaning in your mind. You need to get rid of the negative, discouraging, condemning thoughts so you can have room for the can-do, well-able, all-things-are-possible thoughts. There's not room for both. The Scripture says, choose this day blessings or curses. When we keep our mind filled with the right thoughts, we are in effect choosing blessings. We're choosing joy, choosing victory. But when we go around passive and we just think the first thought that comes into our mind, that's when the no vacancy sign comes down and we end up missing out on God's best. Now I want you to form a habit of filling your mind with praise, filling your mind with thanksgiving. Go out each day expecting good things. And even when you have disappointments, when you go through setbacks, and we all do, don't get all down, think, well, I can't believe this. No, just turn it around. God, I know you're still in control. You've got me in the palm of your hand. You said all things are going to work together for my good. And even though this is difficult, I know this too shall pass. It's only temporary. Keep that no vacancy sign up. Every one of us at night, when we go to bed, we lock the door to our house. We don't want any strangers in there. That's important to us. That's private. Well, I have the same attitude concerning your mind. This is where I live. This is who I am. This is my future. I'm not going to allow just anything to take root. I'm going to make sure it's the right sound. I'm staying tuned to that voice of victory. I heard somebody put it like this. If you owned an apartment complex and you rented out 80% of those apartments to drug dealers and thieves and cheaters, and you rented the other 20% to normal, good, law-abiding citizens, after a few months, the drug dealers and cheaters will run off all the normal, law-abiding citizens. It's the same principle in our mind. If you go around thinking about your problems all day and how tough your future is and what you don't have, all those negative thoughts are going to run off any positive thoughts. You've got to quit renting out any space to your problems. Don't rent out your valuable space to self-pity or to can't do it, not able to, not going to happen thoughts. You only have so much space. You need to take inventory of what's occupying your mind. Some of you today, you need to serve an eviction notice. Tell those negative thoughts, I'm sorry, but your time here is up. Your stay is officially over. I've rented to you long enough, but I've got a new renter coming in. He's called the Voice of Victory, and he needs all the space that's available. One time in the scripture, Jesus was on his way to pray for a sick person, but along the way, he kept getting delayed one thing after another. Finally, these people came up and said, tell Jesus he doesn't need to come anymore. It's too late. The person has already died. I love what it said. Jesus overhearing, but ignoring. In other words, he heard the bad report, but he didn't let it take root. He didn't meditate on it. He didn't get down, turn around, go back home. Why? He knew it was the wrong sound. He was tuned in to a different frequency. He understood his destiny didn't depend on what other people said. Sometimes in order to stay in faith, you have to ignore a negative report. You may hear it, 
but you don't have to dwell on it. When I first started ministering, after I took over from my father, every voice in my mind was negative. I said, Joel, you can't do this. You're not a minister. You're going to get up there and look like a fool. I heard it, but I chose to ignore it. When we were trying to acquire this facility, the former compact center, we heard all kinds of negative reports. People told us we were wasting our time. I'll never forget at this one meeting, this one man, he was an expert on it all. He was telling all the reasons why it wouldn't work out and how impossible it was. And I sat there and I was staring straight at him. But the truth is I wasn't listening. It was going in one ear and out the other. I knew that was the wrong sound. That did not line up with what God put on the inside. It's okay to hear it. We can't stop the negative reports and the negative thoughts from coming, but we can do like Jesus and choose to ignore it. Don't let it phase you. My children used to say when somebody was talking a lot, they didn't really want to hear it. And of course, they were just kidding, but they'd hold up their hand and say, talk to the hand. That meant you're talking, but I'm not listening. That's the attitude we need to have in our mind, in our imagination. When those negative thoughts, negative reports come, just put your arm out and say, talk to the hand. You're talking, but it's not taking root. I remember this one man, a friend of mine, he was giving us all the legal perspective on acquiring the compact center. And the more he talked, the more depressing it got. He finally said, my conclusion is there's a very small chance that you will ever get that building. I smiled and said to the friend sitting next to him, excuse me, did somebody just say something? I thought I heard somebody talking. We all laughed, but deep down, I meant it. I heard it, but I chose to ignore it. I knew I only have so much space up in here and I'm not gonna rent out any space to doubt, to unbelief, to discouragement. If you're going to become everything God's created you to be and really accomplish your goals, you're going to need all the space God's given you up here for can-do, well-able, all-things-are-possible thoughts. And we should be so tuned to that voice of victory that when these negative thoughts come, it's just like somebody speaking a foreign language. Somebody came up to me speaking German. I wouldn't think twice. I wouldn't give it the time of day. I don't understand that language, so I would immediately tune it out. I may hear it, but it's not going to register. And that's the way we need to be when those thoughts come saying, you're never going to break that addiction. You're never going to get well. You're never going to see your dreams come to pass. We should be so tuned to the voice of victory. Even though we hear it, it doesn't register. It goes in one ear and out the other. Somebody says to you, like that man said to us, it's never going to happen. Just say, excuse me, did you say something? I don't understand that language. I don't speak doubt and unbelief. The language I speak is faith, victory, increase, promotion, favor, divine connections, supernatural opportunities. Let me ask you, what sound are you tuned into? What's playing in your mind all day? Your life is going to follow your thoughts don't make the mistake of just thinking the first thing that comes to your mind. Be disciplined and weed out the negative and like little spirit, listen for that sound of victory. Some of you would see your life drastically improve if you would just quit renting out so much space to the wrong thoughts. When those negative, discouraging, condemning thoughts come, make sure you have the no vacancy sign up. You may hear it, but you can choose to ignore it. 
And if you'll stay tuned to this voice of victory, there's no limit to what God will do in your life. You will overcome every obstacle. You will defeat every enemy. And I believe and declare you will see every dream, every desire, every promise God put in you. If you receive it, can you say amen? Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you encouraged and inspired all through the week. Help us to continue to share the message of hope with those all around the world. Visit joelosteen.com or click the link in the description to partner with us today. We hope you'll share this message with a friend and be sure to follow us on social media. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.